Welcome back, and if you have just joined us, we are joined in the studio by Liaison Officer for the South African Social and Security Agency within the Western Cape, and that is Mr. Ibrahim Rylands. And obviously this evening we're chatting Sasa, and we're wanting to really focus on the issue around illegal deductions. But yes, alhamdulillah, we also want to assist our listeners, and you can participate by sending us your questions or concerns via the SMS line to the number 47913, the SMS line 47913. Mr. Rylands, an SMS here from 6277 and the question is what is the old age grant amount is it 1500 rand or is it 1505 rand the amount will will be increased to 1500 rand as from the 1st of April Okay, so, so there's an increase on the cards and that will be 1500 rand but that will only be effective as from April yes Okay, then another SMS here from uh, 5970 says, Assalamu alaikum. I have just turned 60 years old. I have a 15 year old son who has autism. I am unemployed. Can I apply for an old age pension and a grant for my son? Mr. Islands? Yes, the lady would be able to apply for the <coughs> old age pension given the fact that she's turned 60. And then for a care dependency grant for a child. Mm hmm. If the child is in need of 24 hour full time care. Okay, uh, just hold that thought. We've got a call on the line. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. How are you, brother? Alhamdulillah, yourself? Alhamdulillah. Man, I just want to complain about something. Yes. I went to kick and pay. Now, was it now last month? Not the, the, the month before. And then there was a lady, I was now waiting in the queue to have my card go through and then a lady came there in front of me and then she was young she had no mother or nobody with her but she had a card in her hand and then she asked this girl to to she want some money so the girl said well now put in the pin number she was explaining to i don't know whose card it was then she said now well put in the pin number mm -hmm. and then she put in the pin number and the pin number was wrong so she said, no, 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 let me try again. I must have made a mistake. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, then she put again in another P number, and that P number was also wrong. So the girl at the desk said to her, no, 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 I'm very sorry, but you're not going to do it again. You must bring the person in yourself. Or uh, bring whoever uh, the card belongs to, bring them in so that they can give the right P number. Mm -hmm. Okay, shukran uh, for that comment uh, to the caller there. Very big shukran. We'll get Mr. Islands uh, just to comment on that very quickly, inshallah. Shukran, Jazeelan. Assalamu alaikum wa, okay. wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Mr. Islands? Yeah, thank you to that listener for actually uh, bringing that to our attention. Look, once you put in the, an incorrect number three times, the card will automatically be locked up. Mm -hmm. You know, you won't be able to access locks, the card. Yeah. You know, so you'll have to get um, come to our offices to have the card unlocked, mm -hmm. or you'll have to get a replacement card for that. <clears throat> That's the one thing. Secondly, and I need to caution people and specifically the older persons in our community, please do not let your card lie around. Mm -hmm. That's the first thing. Do not put it in your ID book or anywhere else and do not write down your PIN number. You know, because this is the shortest way to get someone to draw money from your account. Mm -hmm. Usually what we recommend to specifically the older persons, if you can't, to come, to, can't come to the pay point yourself, then rather get someone that you could trust, like a family member, 
will you entrust implicitly to actually go and draw the money and pay you the money mm-hmm. as soon as they're done with the receipt in terms of how much was paid and how much was drawn. So that they actually keep record <coughs> of So that you that can have is. a record of, of, of um, and specifically a record where it's incontrovertible, you know, where there can be no dispute as to how much money was drawn and what was paid over to you. Mm-hmm. Okay. But under no circumstances, leave the card lying around or for that matter, even communicate your PIN number to someone whether it be that a family member or anyone else for that matter, because look, I'm I'm not questioning people's motives. But if there's an opportunity for money to, to be taken, then then people would in many instances use that opportunity. Okay, Mr. Allen, just give all that uh, thought once again. We've got a call on the line. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Yes, caller, your message, inshallah, your comment or question? Yeah, the question is, man, I heard that, uh, what's his name, Mr. Ryland? Yes. Was talking about the pension, uh, 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 1,500, uh, from April. That's right, yes. But then, uh, there's, a, you know, over 7075, it, I believe it's 1,525, Ren. Yes, no, okay, I'll let Mr. Ryland explain that, but shukran for the call, I think he spoke to me off, or, off air about that as well. But shukran for the call, uh, he'll comment on that now. Okay, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Mr. Alan, I think you spoke about it off here and you still said to me, okay? Just a quick comment on that one. Yes, now the gentleman is quite correct. Look, our 75 year olds and older are given uh-huh. an extra, extra amount of money, you know, so the minister in his budget speech also made the announcement, so they will still get the additional money. Okay, know? shukran, so that is correct. <coughs> and then an SMS here from 0416 it says, Assalamu alaikum. How long after getting a replacement card is your money available? Uh, balance the next day was zero and the card was retained on the first day after I tried to withdraw at an, okay, I'm not going to say which uh, ATM, but when is the money uh, available after having a replacement card? Look, uh, the, the way the procedure worked, the money, once the card is replaced, the money is loaded automatically onto the card, onto okay. the replacement card. Right. But what uh, um, beneficiaries should do is first go to a pay point. To try and access the money there because sometimes the money is not available at an ATM or mm-hmm. at the vendor immediately. We've had this complaint in the past, mm-hmm. but it would be available at the pay point. So you would be able to draw the money the very next day or even the same day at the pay point. You know? Okay, inshallah. We've got another call on the line. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum salam. For instance, you were in the balding trade. Yes. And. You get a pension, and your other pension is coming through from your building trade. How much are you allowed to have in the bank for that? Okay, shukran uh, to the caller for that. Uh, until you can stay, uh, you can just uh, you know uh, stay tuned. Um, I'm sure Mr. Allen will give the answer. I think I have memory serves me. We spoke about it some time ago about it's not a threshold. There's another word that you use. Uh, it's a means test. A means test. Yes. Okay. Shukran for that. Until assalamu alaikum. Okay, uh, Mr. Allen. Well, two elements to that. First of all, the money in the bank account will not be, will not count against you. Mm-hmm. But if you receive a monthly stipend or a monthly private pension, that money will be used to determine whether you would actually qualify for a social grant. Mm-hmm. So there is this thing called a means test. I recall that you spoke about this some time ago. Yes, I mean, uh, look, people need to understand South Africa is not a rich country. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got we've got fifteen two million people with about ten eleven million taxpayers so we have to we have to make allowance for number of people who are unemployed our generation is obviously getting older as well our, our, our citizens as well so 
it's important for people to understand that um, Okay, whilst you're trying to, to, to gather your thought there, Mr. Islands, uh, an interesting SMS which came through from 8274 says, Assalamu alaikum, I believe the means test fall away. Okay, Mr. Islands is just trying to, to, uh, to gather his thoughts quickly. Uh, can I ask? Uh, no, how, no, it's fine. Okay, no, the, I, the, it's just something that popped into my head. Now, I'm sorry for that, uh, little one. No, no, basically, no, no. Uh, what it comes down to is that, look, you can qualify for a social grant. Mm-hmm. If you call, if you meet the means test, now the means test for a single person is just over seventy thousand rand per annum. Okay. For a married person, it would be just over double that amount of money. So obviously, if you if you fall without or beyond that that threshold, you wouldn't qualify. Mm-hmm. So regardless of where you work, whether you work in the building industry or whether you're getting a private pension from or a from bank or from anywhere mm-hmm. else, it's not the source of the income. It's basically the fact that you're getting money from some other source that would determine whether you would qualify and how much you would qualify how much you're getting for. before you would qualify. The, the issue, but the old element about the means test at some point in, in the future being abolished has been discussed at cabinet level and the, the decision has been taken in principle that the means test will be abolished. Mm-hmm. We just don't know from which year. Okay. But you currently, know? they're still applying the means test. Unfortunately, in its current format, the means test still applies. Okay, it. another SMS from 7182 says, Assalamu alaikum. If a person dies 10 days before the pension date, can the money still be withdrawn? Shukran. Look, the person qualifies for the month in which he or she passes away. So if she passes away or he passes away before the money is withdrawn, a family member would still be entitled to draw that money because, you know, that is reparations towards your funeral mm-hmm. costs and things of that nature. However, if a person passes away in, let's say, the 29th of, let's say the, the person passes away the second and the money has already been withdrawn, then obviously, you know, she's not going to qualify the next month. Uh, in the, the following yeah. month, yeah. So if okay. the person passes away the 29th of, or, or the, the last day of the month, mm-hmm. They wouldn't qualify the next day because the money would have been drawn, let's say, for the month of March already, unfortunately. Okay, we've got another call on the line. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam. I've got a question, Kanala. Yes. The card that we are currently using. Yes. That card expires uh, in 2017. Uh, will they notify the people when to come for a new card? How must man go about that? Okay, just shukran for the question. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala barakatuh. Uh, you can just stay tuned. I'm sure Mr. Island will, will give the answer. Mr. Island? The contract that we have with CPS will expire on the 33rd, 31st of March 2017. Mm-hmm. So obviously the cards, all the cards that have been issued to all our current beneficiaries will then also expire. Okay, and CPS is obviously your service provider. Cash pay master services, mm-hmm. yes. They the contract mandated to pay at social grants. You know, they dispense the money. Mm-hmm. A new so they ser- will be then informed. Yes, all our all our clients will be informed in terms of the new service provider that will be appointed. Mm-hmm. It might even be an extension of the CPS contract if we are unable to appoint a new contract before the thirty first of March two thousand and seventeen. But the question that the lady asked will she be call the communication go out to all our beneficiaries? Yes, all the beneficiaries will be informed as to what the new procedure will be or whether they need to collect new cards. Okay, shukran for that. An SMS from 8918 says, Assalamu alaikum. What is the procedure if I reapply after receiving a disability grant for a year? Jazakallah. Is there a procedure 
after I've applied for uh, and, and I've received a disability grant for a year. Yes. Look, there are two elements to the disability grant. You, you can either be given a temporary status, which means that the doctor will diagnose you and put you off for a period of six months to one mm-hmm. year. If the doctors put you off for a period of a year, you will then have to reapply. If the reapplication is successful and you put off again for another year, after that it will then become permanent. So the person will then come to our office. We will make a booking at the hospital closest to where the person resides. Mm-hmm. That person will then go for an examination. We will then be informed by the doctor whether the person would qualify or not. And we will then call him or her in for an application. That is basically the procedure. Okay, well, Shukran, for that, you are still tuned into the burning issue. And yes, it seems as if the SMS line and the, the, the telephone lines are burning this evening. Alhamdulillah, with me, Ridwan. I'm with you on the Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM Stereo. We've got a call on the line. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam, how are you brothers? Uh, Alhamdulillah, and uh, yourself sister? Alhamdulillah. Uh, your question for Mr. Ryland? Yes, I just got a question because I just heard Mr. Ryland is talking about um, when it's due date and somebody passed away. My mother passed away, it was the 31st of May. Mm-hmm. And and on the 1st was like payday. So when we went to go ask if she qualifies, and they said no, because she already drew that month's money from the beginning already. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she didn't qualify for it. All right, shukran. Uh, Mr. Alice will give the, the answer. Is there any other questions? Okay, wa alaikum no. salam. Wa rah- shukran, wa alaikum salam, wa rahmatullahi ta'ala, wa barakatuh. Mr. Alice? That is correct. Look, as I indicated the example uh-huh. that I made, if you pass away on the last day of the month, mm-hmm. obviously the next day would be paid, and, and then unfortunately you wouldn't qualify. Because that, the payday would be an, it's almost like month. an advance for the new month. Yeah. So the payday is for the new month, and you, the person passed away in the preceding month. Or yeah, month so you would therefore that, yeah. not qualify for a withdrawal from the first of the new month, that which is, is the next one. Shukran for that. Then another issue is here from double eight two five. It says, Assalamu alaikum. I want to know where can I withdraw my pension where no charges are deducted? Shukran Zazilan. Okay, where do you go where there's no charges? Well, the safest point is a physical pay point. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the people or beneficiaries can also go to our vendors. They are not supposed to be, but we've heard that some vendors actually do charge a fee. But if you go to uh, shop right checkers, if you go to pick and pay, they would probably ask you to maybe purchase something in, in at the store, but you would get all of your money. The only place where money will be deducted or where finance charges will be levied against you is when you use the ATM because then your normal bank charges will apply. And SAS has no control over the banking industry so you know if they charge 20 rand or 18 rand 14 rand whatever mm-hmm. you know that is unfortunately the amount of money that you would pay if you want to draw your money at an 18. Okay very quickly another SMS here from uh, I think it's uh, 7422 and uh, the the listener says uh, my husband filed the case and he had an affidavit he spoke to someone at Sasa last week and they told him to phone back in a few days time I just sent the previous SMS, and I think this was the SMS I just double-checked, which relates to the 21 days, Mr. Islands. So, do we comment on that one? <laughs> yes, as I, one, as I indicated, um, in line with the dispute resolution mechanism, we are supposed to get back to our beneficiaries within 72 hours. So, if people don't, if we don't call them, then they should obviously contact our local office or the office that they've made contact with in the past. But what I want to, what I want to, uh, um, <coughs> implore people to do is do not accept bad service mm-hmm. you know regardless of what the source of that bad service is whether it's SASA or any other government department for that matter 
if you don't like the service that you get, then you need to ask to speak to the manager of that particular local office because mm-hmm. there is no way we can allow our clients to wait this long to get the response. Okay, shukran for that. We've got another call on the line. Assalamu alaikum. Okay, inshallah. Shukran Zazilan for the oproep and ons sal vraag dat Mr. Eilens vir die antwoord verskaf. Shukran Mr. Eilens. Yeah, look, it's it's a very tricky issue what the gentleman has just explained now. But the first thing that I would advise him to do is to go to his nearest SASA office and have his card replaced mm-hmm. and his wife's card replaced. Because if the PIN number is out there, then obviously it's common knowledge that someone has his PIN number and then can therefore draw money from his account. So the first thing that I would advise is please come into the nearest office, have that card stopped so that we can issue with a new card and a new PIN number mm-hmm. as well. You know, so that's the first thing. Secondly, depending on where he lives, uh, whether it be at Athlone, Weinberg, he has to go to his nearest local office. If he's, and I've said this now before, if he's unhappy with the service, SASA can't say to our beneficiaries, it's not their business. Mm-hmm. It is our business. That's right. And the SASA officials also need to understand this. It's our business to resolve the queries of our clients. It's not CPS's business. It's our business. CPS is simply a contractor who mm-hmm. works for SASA. Mm-hmm. And I become very emotional when I yeah, hear well, I can, I can, that I can SASA <laughs> officials now, yeah. are reluctant to serve our citizens. Mm-hmm. If the client is unhappy, then he or she needs to ask for the office manager. Okay. On that note, let's go for a quick ad break. And when we come back, we'll continue with a program called Burning Issue here on The Voice of the Cape. The Voice of the Cape. The Burning Issue with Ridwan Ahmed. Welcome back to The Burning Issue here on The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. And if you have just joined us, we are joined in studio by Mr. Ibrahim Rylands, who is the liaison officer for SASA, and that is the South African Social and Security Agency within the Western Cape. A very big shukran to our listeners for their participation via the SMS line. We're going to try and assist as many people as we possibly can. Now, Mr. Rylands, there's another SMS here um, that says... Um, let me just find my bearings very, very quickly. Uh, if a person is 60 years old in this year, must you apply for a pension a week before or a week after? Please explain, Kanala. In terms of the legislation, you can only apply for a social pension when you turn 60. So it's either on the day that you turn 60 or immediately thereafter. 
but not before, because you will still be 59 years old in 300 and odd days, mm-hmm. which means you won't meet the criteria um, as stipulated in the legislation. So when you turn 60, if you turn 60 today, come in tomorrow or come in on the same day or after that. Okay, shukran. For that, an SMS from 0747 says, I, I am or was, uh, I was 60 in October. I applied for pension as I am widowed for 25 years. Sasa needs a death certificate waiting on home affairs. What must I do? Look, I, I can't understand why home affairs takes that long to actually issue the person with a death certificate. But yes, um, the person should complete an affidavit and then just give us the date of, the, of his wife's passing. And that should be acceptable. We will then make contact with home affairs ourselves also just to confirm the time and the date of the, the person's passing away. There's no reason why the person cannot come in with the affidavit. Mm-hmm. Okay, another one quickly from 1314 says, Assalamu alaikum, Mr. Islands. On a previous occasion, uh, uh, they said you can now have a grant, go to your bank without having to notify them every month. I went to the Weinberg office, but staff commented it was news to them. Can you please comment? Shukran. I'm not really sure what the person is asking, but look, um, previously when, when, when the whole issue with the SASA card started, you had to inform us whether you would be drawing your money in the bank and the money would then be deposited onto you, into mm-hmm. your account. Mm-hmm. But these days the money is simply loaded onto your card. Right. So by the first of each month, the money is available for you. Whether you want to draw the money at a pay point or at, um, or at a, a vendor, you can draw. Whether you want to use the card and deposit the money from the card into your own bank account, you can also do that. You know, but you don't have to give notice, in other words, that you, know, you, you want your money to be deposited into the bank. The money is loaded onto your card automatically. Okay, an SMS from 4941 says, Assalamu alaikum. What do I do if I no longer need SASA? Well, if you're receiving a grant and you're no longer in need of the grant, then the person obviously has to come into our nearest office and then inform the officials that um, they want the grant to be terminated. And that is what we will do, and we will stop the grant as from the next month. Okay, shukran for that. Another SMS from 2733 says, Assalamu alaikum, Ridwan. Just a question. Is the SASA for pensioners 420 rand or 400 rand? I draw my money from the SASA payout, pay, pay then I just get 400 rand, and the slip shows a levy of 15 rands. Mr. Islands? Look, I'm not sure about the 400 rand because the pension amount is obviously not 400 rand. It's 1,410 rand. So I'm not sure where the 400 rand comes into. If you draw your money at a physical pay point, as I've indicated uh, before, Rido one, there mm-hmm. are no levies or charges levied against your name. So you should get all of your money. Okay. The only, only levies that are charged is when you, or fees, if I can use that term, is when you draw your money at the ATM. Okay, because this one says from 6704, Assalamu alaikum, I went to fetch my pension last week and they took 16 rand from my pension. It states on the slip uh, that it was for a fee. Uh, Salam, what fee is it? Look, we don't charge any fees. Um, as I've indicated before, we don't charge any fees. We load all of the money. Well, all of the money is loaded onto your SASA card. It then depends on where you draw your money. If you draw your money at an ATM, normal bank charges will apply. Mm-hmm. However, if a, if a levy or a fee has been levied um, against your name or against your account, 
Then you need to come to us if it is not a bank, if you mm-hmm. haven't drawn your money at an ATM. If any other vendor provides you with a slip saying that, that a levy has been charged against your account, then we need to know about it so that we can investigate that mm-hmm. to the fullest. Why the vendor, for example, is yes, charging a levy? That is then correct. You see, the vendors are paid, sorry, uh, the one, no the vendors are paid per unit cost to actually pay out money on RBL. Mm-hmm. So they're already getting their fee, you know. Okay, another SMS from 8183 says, Assalamu alaikum. The company that you can loan from via your SASA card asks for your ID and PIN number. Then they have a, then they have a credit check. Why do they need the PIN number for a credit check, Mr. Islands? Look, I don't want to speculate on another company that, that, that uh, makes loans available to SASA grant beneficiaries. The only thing that I would advise our beneficiaries to do is do not use your SASA account to take out the short-term loan because you're going to be sorry for, forever after that in terms of the charges that is levied and deducted from your account because then it becomes a problem for us to get that to be stopped. And I can guarantee the client that they will come back to SASA and say that money is being deducted from the account that they never signed for. So mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm advising people and I'm really appealing to our beneficiaries not to use your card to take out the short-term loan. Okay, shukran for that. And that, let's go for a quick ad break. And when we come back, we will wrap up uh, the segment of The Burning Issue. The Burning Issue with Ridwan Ahmed. Welcome back to uh, The Burning Issue on uh, The Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Stereo. And if you have just joined us, well, we are joined in studio by Mr. Ibrahim Rylands, who is the liaison officer for SASA in the Western Province. And I really want to say a very big shukran to all our listeners for their participation in the program. And it's certainly, as I said, the phones has been, have been burning as well as obviously the SMS line. Now, just going back to the SMS line, Mr. Rylands, an SMS that says it comes from 5568. Assalamu alaikum. I originally applied in Johannesburg and received my pension. I am now residing in Cape Town. Where will I be able to renew my SASA card in 2017? Please assist. Shukran. Mr. Islands? Look, at this point in time, the, the, the card, the SASA card, you can use anywhere in the country regardless of where you reside. So you've stayed in Johannesburg before, you're living in Cape Town now, you can use the card at any pay point in Cape Town to draw your money. However, what I would advise the client to do is if they per- move down from Johannesburg to Cape Town permanently, depending on where they live, they need to go to the nearest SASA local office to mm-hmm. say that they've changed addresses Address. so that we can have it on record. Okay, shukran for that. Awesome. We've got another call on the line. Assalamu alaikum. Walaikum salam, Mr. Raylan and Ridwan. Uh, Mr. Raylan, I had a burglary in January, early January. All my stuff was stolen. Okay, I went to report it, uh, ASAP. Got a new card. Um, then in February, when I went to go draw my money, there was 20 rand short paid out. And I'm thinking now, do they charge me for the new card? Okay, so shukran for that. I think the question is, oh, do they, is there a charge in for the new card? Uh, and shukran for the call. Um, shukran, I'll listen on the radio. You listen on the radio? Okay, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh. Mr. Island? Yes, unfortunately, new cards are charged for. Look, remember, the card isn't issued by us. The card is issued by CPS on our behalf, mm-hmm. but they obviously have admin costs that they need to cover as well. So they recoup that cost from, from the clients. So unfortunately, at this point in time, 
Yeah, there is a small fee attached to you getting a new card. Okay, shukran for that. So just a reminder then once again to our listeners and particularly those beneficiaries uh, that if you do lose your card and you're going to make an application for a replacement card, that there will in fact be a cost uh, for that particular card. My attention to the SMS line 5970 says, Assalamu alaikum. I would like to apply for an old age pension. What documents do I have to submit? Mr. Islands? Well, all age pension, first of all, your 13-digit barcoded ID. That is the first, the most important document. If the person is married, proof of marriage. Uh-huh. If the person has an income or is a husband or wife has an income, proof of the income, a three-month bank statement, proof of address. And proof of address means um, either a rates account or electricity account. And that's it. Okay, Mr. Islands, this is one that I've, I, I hardly see. These are very few and far and in between. But Alhamdulillah, there's an SMS here from 1459. It says, Assalamu alaikum. On behalf of the Greater Cape Town beneficiaries, a big shukran to Buta Ibrahim Islands <laughs> for the time and effort. Jazakumullah khair. A very shukran there to our listener for that particular message. You know, it's always good that we get these types of positive comments as well. And it certainly is appreciated. I'm not sure if Mr. Islands no, is the comment. Is, no, it is very much appreciated. And thank you to that uh, listener. Okay, another SMS here from uh, 3148. Uh, Ma from 8586. Uh, Assalamu alaikum. Can you get the pension if you have some money in the bank? Then it stops there. Okay, Mr. Islands? Yes, you can have. People have to live, you know, pension of 1,410 and won't be able to take care of all you need. So you can have some money in the bank. And the the listener needs to basically just call my contact with one of our officers just to ascertain exactly how much money they can have in their bank account in order for them to qualify for pension. For the, pension. the only time that the means test will apply is if the person also has a private pension. Okay, which Only means you're getting money from another... You're getting a, money a from monthly, on a consistently a pension, yeah. from a, or continuously from another source, whether it be it another government department or, you know, whether you worked in a bank before and mm-hmm. possibly get a private pension from that. That would then be used to determine whether you would qualify. So that is where the means test would That's then the apply. All right, shukran for that. Then another SMS here from 3148. Assalamu alaikum. I would like to know how long does it take to investigate the short money I was paid? I gave them an affidavit. Shukran was salam. I think we spoke about it earlier, Mr. Alan. 72 hours, three days. Three days. <coughs> uh-huh. Look, 80% of all of our queries are resolved within the 72-hour period. However, there are ones that take a bit longer where... We've actually ascertained that money has been withdrawn from the account mm-hmm. and not based on unlawful deductions. And that could possibly take a bit longer. Okay. However, the client or any beneficiary who is unhappy, if we've given you an undertaking that we will get back to you within three days or four days, then please contact our offices. And if you're still unhappy, make sure that you speak to the manager before you leave. Mm-hmm. That is very important. I can't overemphasize uh, that. All right, shukran for that. Uh, I've got two SMSs left. The one now says, um, Assalamu alaikum, and that comes from 9972. Assalamu alaikum. If someone works, what is the maximum you can earn to receive an old age pension? So let's say you're at, at, at pensionable age, but you are still, you know, fit for, uh, you know, to do some work and you're still, so therefore you're earning an income. What would that income be and can you then apply for an old age pension? Look, the income is obviously going to change because the means test will, will, will be amended now to reflect the, the new amounts that will be paid out to beneficiaries as from the 1st of April. Mm-hmm. You know, but if, you, if you're married, um, the amount of money that you can earn 
is approximately, well, for a single person, it's just about 60-odd thousand rand. So just per under 5,000 rand per, per month. month. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And obviously double that for a, for, a, for, a, for a married couple, you know. So it's not a lot, but um, unfortunately, you know, we as SAS officials, we don't determine the means test. That is determined by the Department of the Treasury. And they then determine how much money a person can actually earn before they would okay last sms very last sms very very quickly then um from zero one eight zero what is the maximum amount one must earn from a private pension to qualify for a sasa pension and i think you spoke about this issue around it's the pension. same yeah it's the same that i mentioned now previously in the in the previous response mm-hmm. it, it, it would vary obviously as for a single person and and for a married couple so just over 5,000 rand per month, mm-hmm. and that would then, um, you would still then be able to qualify for a social grant. Well, Shukran, uh, Mr. Islands, once again for your time, and I think uh, time has really flown by. Uh, I know that uh, this is the final edition, as we said, you know, of the Sasa series, but we certainly want to say a very big Shukran to you as well for your time and all the relevant uh, and up-to-date information that you've been sharing, and I know you just came back from leave as well. I hope it was a well-deserved rest period. Uh, any comment from uh, on your leave? Let's change the subject a bit. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was an enjoyable time away from the office, at least, you know, just to um, recharge the battery, so to speak, again. Okay, so, yeah, and then just to fun. remind our listeners that the Sasa has a toll-free number, and that number is 0800601011. That number again, 0800601011. One zero double one. I will leave the number with Mr. Faldi Fandalali uh, if you do require that particular number. I believe that the CPS as a service provider, Mr. Island, they also have a toll-free number that you can contact them on, and that is zero eight zero six double zero. One six zero, Mr. once again, it has been a pleasure having you here. On uh, it's a new program. It's called now the Burning Issue. I notice it's not talking points yeah, any longer. It's uh, the Burning Issue uh, with myself, Rido and Ahmed here on uh, the Voice of the Cape ninety one point three FM Stereo. Everything of the best to you, inshallah. And I bid you assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi taala wa barakatuh. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi to you and your uh, listeners, uh, Rido one. And thank you once again for the opportunity as well. It's always important for us to be able to empower communities and hopefully even though this program or this series has come to an end, I'm sure there will be an extension sometime in the future. So thank you. Inshallah. Shukran Jazeera. And for that and on that note, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh.